The swamp without a still is just a tent. A martini without olives doesn't quite make it. And Mash Minute is intended for mature audiences. Put on your headphones. Listen for the tone of your favorite podcast, Mash Minute. Well, it's a minute-by-minute detailed analysis. Of the movie without which the series wouldn't exist. Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. Goddamn Army, Mash Minute. Welcome back to Mash Minute, a Movies by Minute podcast where we talk about the 1970 Robert Altman film, Mash, just to make things extra confusing for people who only know the TV show. I'm Tierney Steele, and my co-host Megan will be joining us a little bit later But I just couldn't wait a moment longer to talk to Jen about this. So, hi, Jen. (laughs) Hi, Tierney. How are you? I'm doing good. Jen is being brave and basically doing the first (laughs) podcast for the big brown chair. (laughs) That's true. Thank you for letting me do it. Test out the equipment. See what you like, what you don't like. (laughs) Exactly. I'm getting the hang of it. So why don't you quickly at the top tell people what The Big Brown Chair is? Oh, sure. So The Big Brown Chair is a website of movie, music, video games. Every geeky interest is welcome there for members to review. And we have a web page. So yeah, we post our reviews there and you can read them and it's super fun. It's a bunch of librarian friends who um, started it a few years ago. We took a hiatus. We, we do it from time to time when we have time. And yeah, it's super fun. I used to write for them. Then I started a daily podcast and (laughs) what is time? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not to get all philosophical. Speaking of time, it's time for my podcast to talk about Minute 88, which begins with Miele Marston asking Hawkeye and Trapper for a favor and ends with Trapper and the nurse getting the baby ready in the OR. So, uh... What what you what you think, Jen? It was so strange. It was I had so many feelings when I was watching the movie, but um, that particular scene, the acting in this movie overall seems really on. You know, it's really good. Everyone is a great actor. Um, I can tell like the filmmaker knows what he's doing. We all have heard of Robert Altman, but um, some of like just the diet, like the banter, just what was what was funny then kind of can be questionable now. And that was like a scene, I think, where I was just like, oh, they're just like super cocky while they're, you know, getting drunk and they're going to, I don't know. It turned me, I guess that scene kind of turned me off when the kid, they had to go do surgery on the little baby. And at first I thought it was an eight-year-old, not an eight-month-old. I was like, I'm confused. And then I was like, oh, duh, like it's an innuendo. Like one of them, did someone get someone knocked up or am I reading too much into that? I don't no, know. no, you're not. So they are in a combination kids hospital slash brothel. R- right, right. <laughs> That's okay. That so, was not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had a little carelessness around here. And the other day, one of our girls presented us. Oh, good. Okay. So it is a newborn with an eight pound American Japanese boy. Right. Eight pound. I was like, eight? What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I, all of a sudden I was like, is he supposed to be eight months? He's so tiny for that. But. Oh, good point. Um, yeah. My, my bad. Bias. 
Nope, my bad. That's my bias. There's a lot of ways we could tackle this scene. We could get super sad talking about the children of mixed race relationships in World War II and the Korean conflict and the Vietnam War and take your pick of historical conflicts because it comes up all the time. Yep. There's a few TV episodes of the show MASH that deal with this or at least touch on it. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, and it's never a happy time. No. <laughs> and the, uh, this actually isn't too bad because Hawkeye and Trapper are here. So they're going to save the day. Right. By right. insisting that he gets taken care of. And the reason I thought of it is that what this kid has is generally found in newborns. It's a deformity that they're born with and you figure it out because like they can't eat basically and it's like oh dear that's bad it requires surgery to fix right i will say so trapper references lipiodal yeah 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 we'll do the lipiodal or something yeah it's basically just you know when you have an x-ray and you drink something so that the contrast is up it's the old version of that Oh, and not even that old. Actually, it's still in production. It's just there. There is a more common, different one that cool. I was reading about that I think is more common. But yeah, that's basically all it's doing. It's so that they can do X-rays and see exactly where the wait for it tracheoesophageal <laughs> fistula yeah. is. That was another thing. Was oh like, my oh, goodness! We're getting, they're very clinical. <laughs> yeah. So I only know what fistulas are because i listened to the yeah. podcast sawbones with oh. dr sydney mcelroy and her husband justin mcelroy you may have heard of he does you know a podcast yeah. or two yeah <laughs> and i i have heard of the mcelroy oh yeah are they are they brothers or am i thinking of the other ones that... you're right there's three mcelroy brothers and they yes. all do multiple brother podcasts. brother where art thou or whatever <laughs> Did I say it wrong? She's thinking of my brother, my brother, and oh, me. Oh, my brother, but my brother, and me. Sorry, my brain. That I really like the idea of people looking up the movie, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? and being really confused yeah, when Justin am, shows up. I'm a movie person. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Sydney McElroy has talked about these on her show. I think they did a whole episode on them, but I'm sure if you like searched their catalog, you could find it. And it's really great because they refer to it. The, the clinical thing is an abnormal connection. Right. Fistula between, in this case, the esophagus and the trachea. Right. But how she explained it is it's a hole where there shouldn't be one. And the audio. Yeah, that was. Uh, the oral reaction that Justin had to having this explained to him was hilariously gross. <laughs> yeah. What did he say again? Let me see. He's. Yeah, we can go back and watch that some other time. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a hole where there shouldn't be one. The kid can't because there's a connection between these two things. The kid can't like eat anything. He can't. It's not going where it's supposed to go. Right. And so it does require surgery to fix. So I do like how they're just, and I love Trap refers to the half-assed army hospital. Yeah. I could see that. (laughs) Yeah. They took their time. and (laughs) It's like when they do surgery, they're so right on and like doing the serious surgery and it's like intense and you can tell they know what they're doing or whatever. But like in between, it's kind of. Everything's jokes and kind of misogynist or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to take them seriously in those robes, but yeah, that's and I I like that. So they had already put 
the colonel that they're referring to in his place in the last scene when they yes, basically that was are arrested funny. and then leave and are yeah. like, yeah, we're done. They do throw in a line here where they say, like, he doesn't let civilians... First of all, he won't let any kids in the place. It's an army hospital. Definitely not any of the locals who he refers to as natives. And so I think, like... That's kind of our little clue, like, hi, it's okay to hate this person. <laughs> right, right. Just in case we worried that they were being a little bit mean to him or just walking all over him. It's like, right. no, no, it's okay. He's earned it. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, totally. But yes, the pros from Dover are on their way with an emergency. And then we get to see this little itty bitty, maybe biased baby I don't on know, a big I kinda, table. <laughs> I was definitely like, kind of cringing I don't know the thought of little babies being prodded and any of that seeing like someone that young even in movies freaky especially it must be like that if you have a baby it must be much worse it's like you're so little I know you need surgery oh dear but these guys are gonna make you better (laughs) (laughs) feeling good baby (laughs) he's just looking around like what is happening Totally. I'm not impressed with the nurse who, she sounds so PO'd. Yeah, she's like, this is why you got me up, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's a baby. It's a baby who's having trouble breathing, so I know. back off. <laughs> I was kind of like weirded out by that. I think that was supposed to be there to show how, I don't know, irresponsible those guys are or something. That was the vibe I got, but I could be off. Like her, like her disdain was like more towards them and their antics or something, like... I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, not the actual baby. Yeah, I, I will say I have learned, I don't I don't know what the rules were in the 50s and I don't know what they would be for a military hospital, but I do know that at least in a civilian hospital, if you cannot breathe or you are bleeding, an emergency room has to treat you. Yeah. And so I kind of wonder what the deal, because obviously this is a different situation. This is a military hospital in Japan in the 50s. Oh, so I'm yeah, assuming- that's true. It operates by different rules than Children's Hospital in Boston in 2010 or whatever year it was. Right, right, right. Yeah, my gallbladder failed and I got to Children's Hospital has the most brightly colored emergency room. And it was (laughs) the first one I found. And so I walked in and they were literally trying to give me directions around the corner to the actual... Probably Beth Israel, but one of the, you know, for adults hospitals. Right, right. And I I basically stopped breathing. So like, all right. So they treated me. That's scary. Like they had to go get like a full-sized wheelchair for me and there were butterflies painted on the ceiling in the the, um, ultrasound room. And it was just one of those things where it was like, well, we're going to treat you because we have to because you're not going to make it right. around the corner. Right. But it was so, uh, like, they were so, like, but we're Weirded not, out. Yeah. We, we don't have the stuff to take care of you. Oh, my God. But I, they got it, obviously. But so I wonder kind of, like, where that line is when that happened, where it's like, okay, look, it doesn't matter the circumstances. It doesn't matter if you're set up to be specialized. If this person is in an emergency room, you have to treat them. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. That's a yeah. good question. I I mean, obviously, Colonel Merrill, up until these guys showed up, had been running kind of a tight ship. Right. And I hate to say it, but he's yeah, he was probably the next Did this nurse call him? Like, what shenanigans is Wait, this? Let me just, I forget which one this is. I'm going to just look at it for a sec. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then it just kind of follows. 
And they gas him, and it's funny. They take the pictures. <laughs> Am I allowed yeah. to say that? Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Yeah, we're definitely – we will have – Episodes covering those minutes. We'll see okay. how quickly we can uh, get through Colonel Merrill's debacle. That was probably my favorite scene. I don't know <laughs> why it was kind of appalling, but whatever. No, it was funny. I mean, obviously it was funny. I just enjoyed it. The pictures. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, this this minute is a lot of setup for that. You know, we... Yep. We had to kind of transition between the two, and of course, they wanted to show them at the whorehouse and hospital. Right. <laughs> is the whole show the same? It's the same premise, right? That it's, it's that. Do- yeah, it's the same premise. It's a little tamer because it okay. was on television. So um, it's just like suggested, basically. Yeah, and it depends on when you're... Did you watch the television show at all? No, I have no background in that. I, I was always like, what's this strange show where they wear green jackets? Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. So the earlier seasons are much closer to this. Like, they're like this movie just toned down for television. Oh, okay. And then as time went on, they started kind of running out of storylines that they could do that way. And so they decided to actually, like, do some character development. Right. They they did some weird, like, because it was always anti-war. And so they kind of explored that in some weird, interesting Interesting. ways. Like, there's an episode that's all the different ones of them having these surreal dreams Oh, and like what it means about their character's experience in Korea. Like it's it's very well done, but a lot of people are like, yeah, I just want to watch a sitcom. What is this? <laughs> right. No, I would I would be into that. That's cool. I always yeah. like those weird trippy episodes of any show. Yeah. It ran for 11 seasons. So they wow. had to they had to keep going. <laughs> and this is back when seasons were like 22, 24, 25 episodes, not Right. Not like eight. (laughs) Yeah. HBO shenanigans. That's crazy. That that that's true. They were there were many. Good point. Yeah. It it really throws me off now when I go to watch uh I was watching the Wonder Woman series, the Lennon Carter. And I I was just like, Oh how am I still in the first season? I feel like I've been watching this forever. That's I know because well they didn't have to, like, you know, wait to get re-signed or something then, probably. Like, it wasn't... I feel like it wasn't, like, candy like it is now. Like, these new shows coming out, these new shows that come out, like, just coming out for a few seasons. Like, back then, were those shows just, like, the shows, you know? Because it seems like they were around a while. Yeah. I think of, like, Dynasty and, I don't know, Murder, She Wrote. Like, those ones, they just seem like they were always there. <laughs> You know, for decades and decades, <laughs> like Mash too. Yeah, just it's just like a whole different way that they market the shows and business model. I guess. Yeah, I guess probably the Friends Seinfeld era yeah. of NBC was the last time we had something like that. Really, right? Because everything yeah. now is these shortened little seasons. And can I just say, a mid-season finale is not a thing. <laughs> I don't care how many shows oh. refer to next week on the mid-season finale. You're not using those words right. I hate it so much. Is that different than to be continued or? It's just because everything's to be continued. But like oh, they okay. stopped. First of all, nothing runs on a season anymore. 
Right. It's right, just right. whenever the television show is on. Everyone yeah. tapes it, so it doesn't even matter. And then right. they don't do sweeps week anymore. But I know at least the CW, like, superhero shows. We watch a bunch of them. And so they would always yep. have the... Yeah, they just... Maybe it's because there were, like, four of them. And they would all do it around the same time. It's like, oh, the mid-season finale. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? What do you <laughs> think that means? You keep saying yeah, that yeah. word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, that's my pet peeve. And, yeah. yeah. And MASH is episodic. Very little was serialized, like a couple two-parters here and there, but very rare. Right. So it was perfect for syndication, of course, because you can just throw on whatever episode and it doesn't really matter. Right. We'll have to hang out and then I own all the DVDs so I can just put on random episodes of MASH for you. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's it's like the humor is very dry. I, I like the humor. You know, I like the writing and like, I don't know, it was like, it's kind of like artsy and dry. I don't know Mm. if that makes sense, but that was my impression. I could see getting into it even even though it's not like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just dry, I guess. I feel like Robert Altman would be very happy. Maybe he's looking down. He's been yelling, he's been upset with me quite a bit because I've been (laughs) crapping on him off and on. So that's fine. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about this minute? Or do you want to get to our uh, photography session? (laughs) Let's go to the photography session. What's that? So that is when I tell (laughs) listeners to come back tomorrow and listen to Minute 89. (laughs) So we'll divide up our episodes by minute. So one minute per episode. And we will drag Jen back here tomorrow so that she finally gets to talk about the actual like funny part of this scene. So far, it's been very serious because these guys are very down. You know, yeah. Marston has a look on his face. He's worried. <laughs> and yeah, we got to make sure this kid's okay. Right. We're all right, on board right. with that. So right. fingers that crossed. Sounds good. Yes. <laughs> so that is. Sorry, I just looked and Megan was like, oh, I just saw this. So she'll be on for minute 89. Folks, please don't worry. Megan is coming back. We just had a slight scheduling shift and so we said we would take care of this minute without her but she will return because she hearts trapper so (laughs) i know she doesn't want to miss this (laughs) and we will talk to you tomorrow cool bye